Tuesday night chats with Dr. B. Baker, and that would be me, and the Tell It Like It Is program. So we're going to talk about, first I'm going to start off, I made some comments on Sunday, and I want to correct and clear up. And um, so I bless all of you, that we all have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So if we'll go to Hebrews, and this year um, is the year 21, and it's a year of maturity. It's a year when people come into a place of responsibility and accountability. Uh, you know, normally 21 years old is the time that people are accountable to the things that uh, they maybe weren't before. But um, this is a time that uh, more stringent things are put on people and um, what they do and, and how they do it and how they act and how they react. The consequences are things that are on them, not on their parents and not on any of that. So I believe that God is calling us to a place of maturity. I believe that he's calling us to a place of accountability. I believe that he's calling us to a place of alignment so that we can be awakened to the things of him. So my prayer is the way that we heard, we don't hear that same way again. We don't hear the way we heard last year in 2020. Um, they said 2020 was supposed to be great vision. Well, uh, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know what it was for each and every person. But what I do know is that 21 um, is a year that we need to hear, is a time that we need to hear, and hear um, through the ear of maturity. And um, maturity means love. It means that I'm uh, truly never offended, that I'm truly never, um, I'm not gonna be disappointed in God. I'm not gonna make God try to do things my way. It's a place of, of maturity. It's a place of, um, I'm ready to be uh, corrected. I'm ready to be um, molded into what it is that you want. And so we hear with excitement. We hear with God. We hear with knowing that it's love. And uh, we forget about the people that we call nasty because most of the time it's nasty in us, okay? Because number one, it's like, um, uh, and we forget judging the church like the church is supposed to be, uh, not the people that are supposed to be the iron that's sharpening iron. As God talked on Sunday, and one of the things that he talked about is that we are to give up these idols, and idols are anything that cannot be judged. If you don't want to have something judged, if you've got to have these deep secrets and all of these different things, so you're walking in shame, and you're walking in hidden places, and when you walk in those hidden places, you're not walking in God. So uh, we're supposed to grow up the fivefold ministry and all the apostles, apostles, evangelists, pastors, teachers, we one to another, you one to another, all of these things, are to help people to grow up into the image of Christ. And if you grow up into the image of Christ, when do, you, when do you see Christ says, I'm embarrassed? He was naked on that cross, but he didn't say, oh my gosh, you're showing all my private parts. Whereas in the Old Testament, when Noah got drunk and his son uh, looked in and saw his private parts, he was judged by his father, okay? His son was cursed. But see, uh, um, uh, Ham was never cursed because uh, God had already blessed him. And so the thing of it is, is this, is that we have to learn that everything that we come against, everything that we come up to, is for a testing of our faith. Remember James 3. We're going to live out of James 3. We're going to live out of Proverbs 3. 
Matthew 6 and James 1. Uh, actually, the whole book of James. We're going to be living out of those, okay? Uh, so I just want to throw that out there at us so that we can recognize that, um, you know, all of, all of these little things that we do, you know, we've got to have this little private thing, we've got to have this little private thing, this little private thing, this little private thing. And um, most of the time, these little private things are things of, of, of some kind of shame, of some kind of things that uh, the adversary is doing when the body of Christ needs to be able to show the love of God by being able to pray for you. I've known many people that have died. They died in the last couple of years and whatever it is because they didn't want nobody to know this. I don't want nobody to know this. I don't want nobody to know this. I know it's until it was the last minute and then they let people know and and it's like, why do you let me know? Well, I was just using my faith and well, I just didn't want to to, to do this. I, I just didn't want this judged and, and this was me and my own private thing. And so it's like God is talking to us now and some of us aren't even paying any attention to what God is saying because we're on our own little trip. See, that's pride, that's arrogance. And this is happening on, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like when the Spirit of God is talking, it's like I was telling um, uh, Daniel something today. When Minister Dury is up ministry, I don't see Minister Dury. I see the Spirit of the Living God. When Pastor Lanzine is up there ministering, I don't see Pastor Lanzine. I see the Spirit of the Living God. Because if I can't see the Spirit of the Living God, if I'm not choosing to see the Spirit of the Living God, then why am I here? I can go home and talk to Dury on the phone. I can go home and talk to Lanzine on the phone. I can hang with them. But I come, this is why he says, do not forsake the gathering together. We're going to get in this, into this in Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews 10. This is what he's saying, what he was saying in this, okay, is do not forsake the gathering together, believers, as the day grows close. Okay? Um, many times you read the Bible and you don't read it with understanding. You read it with, you see, you read it with your own head. And when you read it with your own head, Armina said something to me on Sunday that was just. It, it just, it, 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 it really brought something alive in me. It, it really helped. And it was a part when you, were, when you said, when she said, um, uh, the understanding of this, of this pattern, of the pattern, helps me to understand this. See, and what happens is this, the adversary wants to take you so that you can say, oh, I already know that, I already know that, I already know that. I can study this on my own. Well, you're studying out of what it is that you already know. And that's ignorance going to see taking root and growing. Why is that? Because you're not open to learn the way that Lord said learn. Okay, we're here because he wants to teach us a certain way. He wants to teach us a certain thing, some things. Why is that? So when we gather together, we can be of one accord. And then many things can happen. Okay? So we're going to go to Hebrews 10, and we're going to start at um, verse 9. And then he went on to say, Behold, here I am coming. Okay, never mind. I'm going to start from verse 1. Okay. And I'm just going to read parts, and then I'll get to where it is that he wants me to execute. For since the law, I'm reading out of the Amplified, for since the law was, um, has merely a root outline foreshadowing of the good things to come, instead of the fully uh, expressing those things, it can never find offering the same sacrifices continually year after year. 
making, uh, make perfect those who approach its altars. For if it were otherwise, would these sacrifices not have stopped before, uh, I mean, being offered? Since the worshipers had once, for all, once and for all been cleansed, they would no longer have any guilt, consciousness of sin. But as it is, these sacrifices annually bring a fresh remembrance of sin to be atoned for. Because the blood of bulls and goats is, otherwise, is powerless to take away sin, uh, to take sin away. Hence, he, Christ, entered into the world. He said, sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but instead you have made, now listen to this, you have made ready for me to offer. Uh, you have made a body ready for me to offer, is what he's saying. And burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have taken no delight. Then I said, behold, here I am, coming to do your will, O God. All right? When we come, when we say, here I am, coming to do your will, O God, this is when we start to, 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 to recognize what it is. And then in Hebrews 11, it says, without faith. We can't do this without faith. And, and it's the faith and the, and the love, okay? Um, then I said, behold, here I am, coming to do your will, O God, to fulfill what is written of me in the volume of the book. And it's written in, in Psalms 40 and 6 through 8. Um, when he said, when he said just, when he said just before, you have neither desired nor have you taken delight in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, all of which are offered according to the law, to the Mosaic law. And then went on to say, behold, here I am coming to do your will. Thus he does away with uh, annuals of the former uh, other than it means uh, uh, expediting sin so that he might inaugurate, establish the second, the latter order. And in accordance with this will of God, we have been made holy, consecrated, and sanctified through the offerings made once and for all as the body of Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Now here's where I'm getting ready to get into the lesson, okay? All right, furthermore, every human priest stands at the altar of sacrifice ministering daily, offering the same sacrifices over and over, which never is able to strip from every side of us the sins that envelop Take, it, take, uh, take them away. Okay, number one, um, we are priests. Okay, when you recognize that you are priests, so what does a priest have to have? An altar. An altar, an altar and a sacrifice. Okay, so number one, you're not the one that provides the altar, and you're not the one, you are the sacrifice. Okay, do, do you understand? An altar and a sacrifice. All right. Um, Whereas this one Christ, this one Messiah, after he offered, after he had offered a single sacrifice for our sins that uh, shall avail for all time, sat down at the right hand of God, then to wait until his enemy should be made his footstool beneath his feet. For by a single offering he has forever completely cleansed, perfected those who are consecrated, who are, now listen to that, those who are consecrated, uh, made holy, as also Holy Spirit adds his testimony to us in confirmation 
yeah, and, and, and confirm and confirmation of this. And having said, this is the agreement, the testament, the covenant that I will set up conclude with them after those days says the lord i will imprint my laws upon their heart and i will inscribe them on their minds on their innermost thoughts and understanding now i'm getting to the part that uh when pastor lanzine uh, uh called me and she asked me of, about something that i had talked about and that was the glory and the holy of holies and all of that and um uh, one of the things that I, I want you to 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 understand is this: there are depths. There are are the, the Bible says that He would release from glory to glory, right? And so there's there's different there's different glories, right? And then He would teach us line upon line, okay? So there's different levels of of uh, uh, of, of of things and maturity and different understanding and different faith levels and all of these things, right? And then. I would teach you on precept. I would change precept to precept. That's perception, how you see it spiritually. Uh, perception upon perception, okay? Now, these are the things that the Word of God said, right? So I was talking about a realm of glory that many people have not gone through, okay? And in, in this, you'll, you'll be able to understand it. And if not, we can ask questions, and then he'll explain it to us, okay? Good, good so far? Yes. Okay, all right. Um, and then uh, goes on to say, and their sins and their law breakings I will remember no more. Jeremiah 31, 33, and 34. Now where there is absolute remission, forgiveness, and cancellation of the penalty of the sin and law, and law breaking, there is no longer any offering made to atone for sin. Okay? Jesus, the final sacrifice. All right? The only sacrifice. He has paid the price for the sins, past, present, and future. Okay? There is, there is, there is, when, when we accept him, when we accept what it is that he has done, when we believe what it is, when we receive that love, that level and that, that, that place of love, then you understand that the sin is paid for. So our repentance, okay, as he says in the, in the book of, um, uh, uh, not James, uh, John, Jude, I think it is, or what, whichever one, James, John. Uh, if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, that will not only cleanse, not only forgive you, but he'll cleanse you from all unrighteousness, okay? That's your conscience, okay? That is your conscience. He wants your conscience, he wants our conscience to be cleansed. Our conscience is cleansed by the thing of saying, I choose to be willing and obedient to change this. I'm not just repenting just to repent. It's not just words that I'm using, but there is a change. And what this is also one of the things that Paul talked about. He says, I buffet my body. I bring it under submission. Don't read on. Just come on, listen to it. Let's follow everybody together. And if we do that, we'll pull on the anointing. You know, uh, um, I want you to do something. I want you to tell him, I'm not here for me, I'm here for you. I'm not here for me, I'm here for you. I want you to look around and tell that tell somebody back there that. Okay, you do the same thing now. Each of us do this. See, I'm not here for me, I'm here for you. I'm not here for me, I'm here for you. Okay, so I'm gonna cooperate. Come on. So I'm gonna cooperate. Come on, look at somebody. Look 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 at somebody. So I'm going to co-op. This is not funny. I'm going to cooperate. 
with the Spirit of God to pull out what He wants to do. I'm not going to go off on my own to start just reading the Scriptures, doing my Bible study here, but I'm going to pull on the anointing for you. Okay? So let's do that. And if we do that, we're in one accord with one purpose and one thought. Do you understand? We're tempted to go ahead. Let me just read ahead. Let me find out where they're going. Let me find out whatever it is. Then we're dishonoring the Spirit of God in this type of a setting. What we're doing is saying, Holy Spirit, I don't want to hear you. I'm going to go ahead and do my own thing. Are, 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 you, are you tracking with that? Okay? If something comes to you, write it down so that we can discuss it. Because this is of no private interpretation. This is for all of us. This is pulling on this. I am here tonight. Uh, um, you know, I, I've just listened to, I've just been with some apostles and stuff and, and, and all. And so much is going on. And, and um, uh, the, the Spirit of God is yearning to pull us together so that we can walk as one. Otherwise, why? He says, do not forsaken the, the coming together of believers as the day grows close. Actually, it's in this chapter that he says this. But then you're going to understand why. Okay? We want to get to levels of glory that we have never gotten to. Do you understand? Okay, and when I said on Sunday about most people that talk about they've been in the Holy of Holies, they've never been in there. And, and, and why, is it that I, why is it that I say that? The reason that I say that is because, uh, the reason I say that is because the depth of where it is uh, and, and, and how it is that we honor what it is that's going on here. See, if we dishonor the way that he does things, how are we going to talk about, we, how, if, we, if we dishonor his pattern, how are we going to get in there? Because if you dishonor his pattern, then we're not going to really believe that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus that can walk in there. I walk in there because the righteousness, I'm righteous in you. I'm righteous in him. I have no righteousness of my own. Okay? Now, as, let, let's, let's keep on. Is this... No, I haven't even asked that question yet. Okay. Therefore, okay, because of all this other stuff, brethren, since we have full freedom, confidence to enter the holy of holies by the power and virtue in the blood of Jesus. First, we got to do is have faith in the blood of Jesus. But then we got to understand about the blood of Jesus. And when we really understand about the blood of Jesus... We follow this this, this 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 pattern, and then as we're doing what we're doing with the tabernacles, we start to understand all of these blood sacrifices and all of the things that the blood has supplied for us. And so then when we plead the blood of Jesus, we have faith in the blood of Jesus that we have pleaded the blood of Jesus, and no matter what, we stand with that because we have pled the blood of Jesus because I understand the blood of Jesus. He says, with all of your getting, get understanding. It's not going off in our things. I mean, I don't care how many angels you've seen. I don't care how many uh, glory clouds you've been in. I don't care how many, uh, uh, and, and I'm not making fun of any of that, how many dreams and visions and all of these things that we have gone through. It does not matter if we do not, if we don't have faith in the blood of Jesus and what it is that it did for us. 
And if we don't understand the cross and the resurrection, then we don't understand anything. You see, uh, uh, all of these private interpretations, all of these private things, but they have no basis. They have no meat. And without the meat, what we're doing is floating in the air. Are, are, are you following? We're floating in witchcraft. You know how they can elevate, I mean, uh, uh, what do you call it? Levitate. Yeah, levitate things. It's floating in the air. I mean, you think that they don't see they don't see things. You think that they don't they don't do all of these things with astronomers and, and and all of these different people and all the different things that they've done without a foundation in this. We're dealing with witchcraft. This word, the word of God, He says, "I exalt this word even above my name." So what we want is to give an understanding, to get it so that you understand. Understand the symbolism. Understand why this was. Not just read the Old Testament and say, oh, I got a word from the Old Testament. But no, understanding the symbols and what this means to us now. Do you, do you, are, are you getting this? When, when we're talking about Cain and Abel, there's more to Cain and Abel than, than, than what we just read through. Do, do you understand? You know, here it is. He's saying, I didn't know. I didn't know that I was supposed to be my brother's keeper. Look at one of them. Look at the name. One of them, a keeper of sheep, a keeper of this, a tiller of the ground, a keeper of this. All of these words are important. There is not one word that's in here that's not important. And we're going to learn how to read the Bible if you want to. See, we're going to have to learn how it is to understand. So when thoughts, when, when, when angels, when all of these different things, when these dreams and stuff come to you, that you have an understanding of it. And you can say, no, that is not God. That is not God. And then you bring it to someone and then you're not ashamed or not angry or not anything because they said, you know what? That ain't God. Let's, 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 let's go, let's go to the word and then let's take the blood and let's put it on your dream. Let's put it on your mind. Let's put it in those places. Why is that? That's to protect you, to, you, for you to understand who it is. And you, as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you have more right for this than anything. You have just as much right for this as Jesus had to be the, to be who he is in God. Because you walk, we walk in his righteousness. You are righteous, the righteousness of God in Christ. We have no righteousness of God without Christ, but here is Christ. See, we can't go around talking about, oh, I got all of this Jesus and I got all of this stuff, but you don't know the word of God? See, we're going up some other way. Are, 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 you, are, you tra are we tracking here? Okay. So there, uh, um, by, by this flesh, new and living way, uh, which was initiated, dedicated, opened for us through the separate, separate, uh, separating of the curtain, the veil of the Holy of Holies, that is through his flesh. Okay? See, this is, this is, this is powerful here. And <clears throat> so the Holy of Holies was opened for us. Okay, let us, uh, uh, and since we have such a great, wonderful, noble high priest 
who rules over the house of God. He rules over the house of God. Okay? And so now you're in him. Alright? You're in we're in him. Okay? Let us come forward, draw near with true and honest and sincere hearts, unqualified assurance, absolute conviction, engendered by faith, by the by the leaning of the entire human personality on God in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness. In other words, we are no longer uh, 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 we, are, we are no longer moved by our emotions or by our flesh. Okay? So, here it is, I said on Sunday, most of, well, I did say that. Most of us, uh, uh, most of the people have not gone into the Holy of Holies. When you go into the Holy of Holies, you are not going in with any flesh. You are not going in the Holy of Holies to ask him for this and ask him for that and ask him for that. Because as you will learn, okay, uh, 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 all of that stuff was cleaned up outside in the, in the, in, in, in the, in the brazen altar, in the washing of this, in the washing of this, before you ever got there. See, so your mind and everything is on him. It's all about him. It's here. I'm in your presence. I'm here. What do you want to say? And it all works on relationship. See, it works on relationship. But if you don't have relationship, true relationship with one another, you ain't going to have no true relationship with him because we have true relationship with him so we can have true relationship one with another. Is this making any sense? See, we have fellowship with him. We have relationship with him. We have intimacy with him. Oh, it's just me and Jesus. Well, what good is that doing anybody? Why don't you just go ahead and go to heaven? If it's just you and Jesus, if that's the only thing that's important. Are, are you hearing? We're here. Okay. Um, I'm Right now, I'm in uh, 22. Okay. I just... Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let us come forward, draw near with. Oh, no, I just finished that. No, I didn't. Well, I thought did. I'm going to go through it again. <laughs> let us all come forward. Yeah, I did. Draw near with a, with a true, honest, sincere heart and unqualified assurance. So it's, it, 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 it's just total assurance. Okay? Total assurance. Absolute conviction. Oh! engendered by faith. Okay? In other words, it's fueled by faith. By the, and it's faith in the blood. It's truly faith in the blood because without the blood this would not be possible, would it? Okay. Alright. Uh, by faith, by, by, by the leaning of the entire Okay, the entire human personality on God and absolute trust and confidence in his power. In his power to what? To mold this personality of this body that he has put us in. Okay, it's like here, remember that last part I said. Okay, it's like here. I want everybody to catch the vision that God has given, okay, for the pattern. I want you to have my heart. But I want you to express it. God wants you to express it in the way that he has made you. You're not to express it in the way that I necessarily express it. Okay? Because then 
the world would be missing something. It would have a clone. The people say, oh, that's the last Billy Graham. Well, it was the only Billy Graham. <laughs> you know? Oh, this is another thing. I don't want to be no clone of this. Do you understand? Yes, I have that same vision, that same heart, that same thing that this one has. Um, uh, Franklin Graham, I'm, since I'm, I'm just talking about him, Franklin Graham has the heart that his father, but Franklin Graham is totally different than his dad. Okay? For the job that he has to do. All right? The part that you have to do, the part that you have to do, the part that you have to do is different from my part. So I'm not judging your part, uh, I mean, your, your part is like, okay, is this looking like what Jesus has painted? And we're going to find out, we're going to find out really what he looks like. And that's, the, that, that's, that's one of the greatest keys. What he looks like in and through you. So that you can fulfill the part of him. I have many things that I'd like to say to you right now. But you're not able to take them, to handle them. So what are we doing? We are completing that. He also said that here it was. There's things that you're going to do mightier things than I've ever done in the earth. Why is that? Because the completion of it, those many things that he would like to have said... Okay, now he wants to release. In other words, he was saying, there's many things that I, there's many jobs I want to give you, but you can't handle them right now. Why is that? Because two things. Number one, the time ain't right. Number two, you're not mature enough. And until we come into the, the, the unity of one body, it's immaturity. Oh, I got to have this. I, people have to recognize me. They have to recognize me. You got to see how great I am. You ain't mature. You're a little baby. You know how little babies are? Uh, I got this. Uh, uh, I was showing it to uh, uh, I, I, this lady sends me pictures of her little little baby and the different things. What he wants, I mean, when I've gone to their house, here it is, you know, between him and the dog, uh, they both want me to recognize them. And it's like, you know, all of that. I mean, it's like all of that. My little great-granddaughter, my little great-grandson, you know, uh, um, um, my little great-granddaughter, she, she, she wants me to recognize her by her ignoring me, thinking that's going to bother me. Oh, it ain't bother me at all, little girl. You know what I'm saying? But she goes through those little things, right? That's childish. I want you to recognize the, I want you to recognize the Spirit of God. That's operating. I want you to recognize the power, the anointing, and, and all of that. I want you to recognize the blood of Jesus in action. I don't care if you remember my name. It's okay. I go to places that people don't even remember my name. You know, that, 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 that loud lady when she said, da, 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 this is what happened for me. This is what happened. I could care less. I mean, God, you got to go. You killed that person. You did this. You did that. What was her name? I don't know. Who cares? They don't really care. And it don't matter that they don't care. But they remembered that it was Jesus. She said it was Jesus that did it. Maturity. Okay. All right. Um, um, <clears throat> absolute trust and confidence in his power. His power. His power. 
his wisdom, his goodness, having our hearts sprinkled, purified from the guilty, evil conscience of uh, and our bodies cleansed with water. How is it cleansed with water? It's cleansed with water with this. Okay? Remember when he says, if you don't eat of my body and drink of my blood, you have nothing in me? When he was telling them that? Okay, eating of his body means I accept who it is that you are. Drinking of his word, uh, blood, that word means, uh, if you look at it in the old dictionary, it's B-L-E-S-T, blessed. Okay, every time, every time they, 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 they sprinkled, every time they did that, there was a blessing that was released. Every time you take communion, you receive communion. This is the reason that he said, you know, many are sickly and many uh, lose heart. And many do all of these things. Many are weak and whatever amongst you because you don't know how to discern the Lord's body. We got to understand the blessed part about that. That word blessed also means freedom. That word blessed also means whole. That word blessed also means uh, um, uh, change. That word blessed. B-L-E-S-T. That's the way they used to spell it. So when you start to look at that, what it means is it becomes part of you. I become that. And that word blessed means oneness. See? So when we receive communion, we become one together in him. All right? Okay. So, let us seize, hold fast, retain without wavering. Hope, uh, which means expectation, we cherish, confess our acknowledgement of it. In other words, I see the part of him that is necessary in this. Uh, for he who promised is reliable, is sure, faithful to his word. And let us consider, give attention, continuous care to the watching over one another. Okay, studying how we may stir up, stimulate and incite to love, helpful deeds, noble activities, not forsaking or neglecting, not forsaking, neglecting to assemble together as believers as is the habit of some people, you know, some just say, I don't need to go there. I don't need to be, I don't need to be with them. I can do this by myself. I can do this this way and whatever it is. This is a part of this whole thing here. The book of Hebrews is, and, and, and the book of Hebrews and the book of uh, Revelation are two books that are so uh, intertwined. And when you start to get in the, as we start to, to understand some of the symbols and things, you're going to begin to see things. And all of a sudden, you're going to wake up one afternoon as you're driving in your car or you're walking on the street. And whoa, I see it. I see with this, and you're going to see this thread. You're going to see this line. You're going to see this narrow way. And it's going to open up in ways and it's going to explode. And, 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 and the thirst and the hunger for his word and the forgetting about everything else. The thirst and the hunger for his word and the coming together and to discussing it one with another and actually listening to one another. See, that's what's going to happen. And as that happens, the power and the love, what is it? You see, everything works by love. Faith works by what? The blood is what? The blood of Jesus is love. He shed his blood because of the love. 
See, it shows love. And 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 the and the love is an unconditional love. Okay, the love is an unconditional love. It's not something that you do. Oh, I just love Jesus so much. You know, no. He says, receive it and then give it. If you love Jesus so much, then give it. Release it. Release it to others. He says, freely has been given, so freely give it. So you can't be loving Jesus so much and, 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 and you ain't got time for each other. Okay? Study the way. As we study the pattern, you will find this out. That's a, that, that, that's, a, that's a misnomer. Okay, I'm almost at the point that I can ask for questions or comments, whatever. Not forsaking and neglecting to assemble as believers as to the habit of some, but ad, uh, admonishing, warning, urging, and encouraging one another uh, and all the what? Say it loud. All the what? All the more. More. Uh, faithfully as we see the day approaching. For if we go on deliberately and willingly sin after once acquiring the knowledge of the truth, then there is no longer any sacrifice left to atone our, uh, for our sins to no further offering to which we look for. There is nothing left for us then but a kind of awful, fearful uh, prospect, expectation of, ju of divine judgment and fury of burning wrath, indignation uh, which will consume those who put themselves in opposition to God. So what he is saying here is this there is one way okay and as we read the rest of it you know uh, 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 and we will get to that but I, I don't, I didn't have my, my, my eye pocket thing here so I don't know what time it is. So, at any rate, um, 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 what questions do we have, or what's, what, 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 what's, what questions? The mic is open. Any questions? Come on! I know people wrote down some questions. Come on! Come on, question people. If not, I can keep going. Okay, you got one. Okay. Huh? Ain't no trouble. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Okay, so a little clarification and then the question. Okay. Um, you were talking about the maturity equals love and having to have the unity. Um, now with that... Okay, immaturity and love, okay. Now little kids, okay, are they selfish? You know, they're selfish. It's all about food. Me, 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 me. Okay, I know that's all it is about my little great grandkids. It's all about them. Okay, so that's that's not maturity in love. So go ahead. Okay, so my question is is I know that the word love is very stressed in the Bible that if we don't have love for one another, we don't have anything. Mm -hmm. So that that obviously is is one of the main key factors that the Lord looks for when He looks. Speak loud so they can hear. That's one of the main things that the Lord looks for in our heart. And so my my question following that is when I know you had talked also about the emotions and the flesh. So when things are said out of love 
and one receives it as a criticism but tries not to and gives it to God, how does one deal with that? I mean, because that does happen with, with amongst brothers and sisters in the church. So how do you define that? I mean, besides trying to let it go and give it, giving it to God if it's, if it's a repetition of that, of that happening? Okay. <clears throat> Love corrects itself. It corrects. Love is a corrector. That's why... Remember, we talked about the fact that if you have anything that you're not willing to let be judged, okay, or let be uh, laid on the altar or whatever it is, then it's an idol. All right? It's saying, God, I don't want your input in this. All right? Uh, when in, in a situation like that, the person, the, the, it, when, you, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, Savior as your Lord and Savior. Many people have received Jesus as Savior but never Lord. Okay? So what happens is the love is offered. But you can't receive God's love. You can't say, I love. I mean, God, I receive God's love. Okay? And then walk in offense or walk in any of that. You can't. You haven't received God's love. Because God's love, now listen to this, God's love is unconditional. God's love is, what uh, are those words that I had on that thing? Uh, unconditional, un, un, unconquerable, uh, undefeatable, and all of that. That's God's love. And that's the only love that we can love with. The other is eros, phileo. I friend you, okay? But there ain't no love. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's not that kind of love. And so what does love do? We go to 1 Corinthians 13, right? And love is, love is kind, which means that love will correct. Love will correct itself, okay? Love will, okay, Pastor Lanzine did something because of love. She came and she, she had some questions. And there was a correction in it. And because of the way that she came, she came in love. She came saying, this is something that kind of befuddles me. She don't use them words, but those, that's my word, okay? And so I need understanding. And, and as, she, as she did it, okay, it was a correction. In other words, I see error. I see a, 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 an error here or something that needs to be, this is what I heard and the way I heard it. Okay, because this is the way I believe that you released it. So if this is so, where is this? Okay, bringing the word of God to it. And so I said, uh, we, we, I think we prayed for a minute. Yeah, we prayed and I said, I'll get back to you. She says, I'm going to pray also. Okay, was not offended, was not any of that. And then this morning after prayer, I said, God, where am I missing it? Where is, where is this? And, and, and all of a sudden I started to study, and then here it is, he led me to Hebrews 10, okay, and it started to correct something, and then he let me know, there is an area in you that you have dropped your faith. Who? I said, thank you, Jesus. There's an area that you have dropped your faith. And so immediately, and then 
right there by my bedside, because here it was at six o'clock or something like that in the morning, right? Right by my bedside, I started pulling out these, these things. It's got this little splindle, spindle with a few tapes and things on them. Well, I had put those away because I don't want to listen to them no more right now. <laughs> I don't want to hear them. Okay, you know. And I'm going up and here it is. I put this on and ah! I found it. And all of a sudden, what happened is it pushed me to the word. It pushed me to the correction of whatever it is. I called her and I said, I got to correct this tonight because I won't be here Sunday, right? I have to correct this tonight. And I have to bring this thing forward to be able to show people where, where levels of maturity is. But you see, everybody that has received Jesus as not just a, a, a Savior, but as Lord. That word saltura, okay, or sozo, it means completely, all right? So in that thing, in that thing, when, when love is spoken, when there's correction, if you correct someone, okay, and then they get an attitude or they get whatever it is about it, then you say, you know what? Here's the scripture. I'm going to give you the scripture. And then what you do is take that scripture home and you say, Lord, let them wake up with this. Let them let them see this. Because you're not going to say, hold on a second. You're not going to say something that you're just saying it to hurt them. They may think you are. See, because that's that because that mind, remember earlier in the book of Hebrews? It talked about all the things of the flesh being in him. See, that mind is not in Christ. That mind has not crucified itself to Christ. So therefore, okay, that's an area that the faith is not built up in. So go ahead. So, I mean, that's along with what I'm saying, but, but what I'm also saying in addition with, to that is it's not the correction part, but it's the delivery of the correction. Mm -hmm. That could be very critical, which sometimes can not be good for one spirit as they're learning as well. Mm -hmm. So is it delivery of criticism and, and importance, or are we supposed to be so... Um, um, non-sensitive, if you will. I mean, I don't like to use that word, but I can't think of one right off the bat about how people deliver it. Because I'm also taking into consideration and interjecting there about being having love. You know? Okay, kindness. Yeah. Okay, um, you know, you know um, sometimes I've delivered something to someone and had not considered their temperament, personality, or whatever it is. And it's been harsh, okay? And sometimes I've delivered something harsh, and I have to leave it harsh, because that's the way God gave it to me, okay? But other times, I've gone back, and I've had to apologize. Said, I delivered that incorrectly. I delivered that wrong, all right? So um, with, with me, with myself, then I have to, and, and, and many times, I mean, sometimes when... Um, I've done that. I mean, I've gone to him. I've, I've had to go to Al. I've, I've gone to many of you and, and said, you know, uh, uh, I apologize for the way that I've done this. Okay? And, um, but what I said, it was still real. Okay? And if I offended you, I apologize. All right? And then I pray. Then what happens is this. I have to pray because I don't care how somebody delivers something to me. Unless it's something that's going to hurt you. 
Do, do you understand? How, what do you mean by that, Dr. Baker? Uh, okay, if here it is, you come and you dishonor the office, okay, it's not me. I don't care. I don't care, you know, whether it's a curse out, whether it's a this, that, or the other. But what you're doing is dishonoring what the Word of God says, okay? And so that's the only reason I care. Now, if it's another apostle or a prophet or whatever it is, I don't care. They can deliver it any way they want to because they're going to they, they, they receive the same judgment I'm receiving. So I don't care about that. I, I, I cannot be offended. But I can and I will correct those that God has given me. Now, if people have, if God has, if people are around me and he has not given them to me, and they're not, you know, of, of my fold or whatever it is, or that they, 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 they come that way, then they can do whatever they want to do. And, 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 and what happens is this, is that uh, I have to cease from giving them instructions. I have to give it to them just on a carnal nature and just, just as a natural thing. But I won't go spiritual with them anymore. Okay? Because they don't, they don't want that. They can't honor that. And so you have to leave it. So does that help? Does that make sense? Because, you know, as I said, one of the things, this is, this is one of the things that we're going to do in this body, uh, especially with leaders. We're going to do temperament analysis. And what that is, it will show you how and what you can help this person to bring out the best of them and, 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 and all of that. Okay? And uh, how to deal with that so that you can get past the flesh and get to the spirit realm. But the whole problem is, even in that, people got to be honest. And most people are liars. They be lying. You know, do you have need for this? Do you, oh, no. As if somebody don't really care. All it is is showing who God made you to be. Okay? My, 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 my personal temperament, okay, is, whoa, I am a caloric all the way. I really don't want to control anybody's life. I'm a melancholy, I'm in control, I'm a caloric, period. In affection and, 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 um, and inclusion, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a melancholy, which means I don't need to be around people. I'm not a social party person. See, I don't want to control nobody's life, but I sure don't want you to control mine either. See, I, 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 you know, you do you. You do what you're going to do. All right? People say, well, you act like you want to control my life. I don't want to control squat. I just don't want to see you go into hell, uh, uh, and, and hell and on earth. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? Your salvation and stuff, you, that's between you and God. But I don't want to see you go and I don't, I don't want to see you bring things upon yourself that are unnecessary. I don't want to see you still squalor in the same thing. Well, you hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. When are you going to put some medication on the feelings? Go ahead. Here's the medication. Luke chapter 8, verse 18. Okay, hold on. Luke chapter what? 8, verse 18. Okay. It says, Take heed therefore how you live. For whatsoever has to him shall be given, and whosoever has not from him shall be taken. Even that which he seems to have. 
And the other scripture is take is Mark 4:24. And it says, Take heed what you hear. Mm. With what measure you meet or measure, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear it shall more be given. And, and in response to what uh, in additional response to what um, um, the question is, there comes a day when speaking of maturity and the pattern that we stop hearing what hurts our feelings because we recognize that we're being led by them. Mm. That's why your feelings get hurt. And trust me, I've heard many things from whether it be my mother, <laughs> the apostle. Um, I've heard things when I really ticked her off. I've heard things um, on all in all seasons. And I walked away sometimes feeling and feeling and feeling and feeling. And I really tell you what, and I get pissed, ticked too, especially if I kept hearing grow up or you're not mature. It really made me mad, and I felt it. And then one day I realized that every what time I felt What did I ever do? Yeah, that, that's not really me. I did that once. Um, but that was enough. Was, yeah, and that's, that's the day I threw myself on the TV, on the, on the bed, and did all That's all the people doing on TV. I got to work. And I was five, okay? okay? So get over it, people. Um, Here's the thing. When you're ready to start growing, you stop being led by how you feel. And that's when that's those two scriptures. How am I hearing this? She hates me, she's mad at me, she's mean to me. God doesn't love me, whatever it happens to be. And so I could not hear love or truth because I heard me. And I heard old emotions and things playing. So it comes to a place, this is where we do a back to the Holy Spirit, to the Word of God, and we say, what am I hearing? How am I hearing? Crystal and I um, have a friendship, but there are days when things, and I, and I will look and say, it's an old record that's playing, and it's time to get rid of it. So it's really learning to hear fresh. How am I hearing this God? And I've heard many a, a message where I thought, well, it's just the meanest thing today. I tell you what, I don't know what happened, but somebody should have better gave her something because I'm not appreciating this at all. <laughs> but you never saw that. <laughs> but what I'm saying, and I believe somebody should have fed her, huh? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you know, you fast before you preach and it, it gets long. Um, but what I'm saying is, you see, the pattern, because it's modeled after Jesus, is to hear, to learn. To hear without offense, to learn to hear. Yes. And hurt feelings is a part of it. It can lead to offense. So it's like when you get there, what you're saying, it's like, ah, this is what I'm feeling, and I'd like to get past this. So, Lord, I, I need some help. And sometimes, as, as, as the apostle said, sometimes the Spirit of God says, uh uh, you need to go back and fix that. Because, because we don't get to just shoot off at people the way, any old way we want to. But sometimes it's a wound that has been there for so long that no matter what you say, if you've ever had a knot in your neck and somebody's working it very softly and you want to hit them because it feels like they are really hurting you and they're not, 
but that thing has been there for so long, just the slightest touch will affect it. That says, you know what, I need some help. And even going back to the person, because this is how I'm hearing it, so that we can pray together so that there's healing all the way And give it to me, but okay, and pray together, all right, and praying this thing together, this is the power that destroys the adversary, okay? So when, when you do that, when you do speak to someone or someone speaks to you, I don't know which way it was, it was going with that. Um, one of the things of it is, is this, because I'm quick to repent. I don't have a problem with that. And what I mean repent is I'm, I'm quick to change. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I, I, you know, it, it's, when, uh, here's one thing people should not do. I mean, you know, that, that's whatever. When you start to get accused, this is the way you think. I, a client of mine said something today. She says, people are always, and I said, stop, please. And this is a client, okay? I said, stop. And, and not, not, I mean, a, a, a therapy client. And so she started to go on with that. And she said, well, this is, they, they think this about me. I said, did they tell you that? Well, no. I said, well, then you're into witchcraft. Because what you're doing is you're reading their thoughts. You're reading somebody else's thoughts. Well, that's the way they act. Uh, okay, that, that's not what you said. That's not the way it is. This is the way you think about me. And you see, when we get rid of that, what happens is this, a whole lot of stuff goes away. Yes. Yes. All right? A whole lot of power goes away. Because, I, 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 okay, let, let me just go home again. I can call my daughter Lonzine sometimes. And we're having a conversation, or I'm having a conversation, and then I said, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And one day she called me back and she says, Mother, I want to let you know something. There is absolutely nothing wrong with me. And I'm thinking to myself, well, <laughs> well, okay. You know, and then uh, one of the things of it is, is this, I realized something, okay? The response that I wanted, or my emotions, or my flesh needed, I wasn't receiving, okay? So therefore, it worked out so that it's like, you know how you, you, you go to people and you ask them, you know, what's going on, what's wrong with you? And they say nothing. And you say, yes, something is. Okay. And, 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 and what you're doing is you're calling them a liar, number one, and you're telling them that they don't know the, that themselves. All right? And so what we have to do is to take the word of God and take the whole picture and, and utilize it. But go ahead, Armin, you had something else. Uh, yeah, I was just, um, okay, so what Pastor Lonzi was mentioning is about how we hear um, it. So I understand that portion of it, but mm -hmm. when do we, 
ever, when do we ever look at how things are spoken? You can look at that, and you can ask someone, say, you know, you, you seem to have spoken abruptly, okay? Because we all, I always, I know that there's a lot in here on how we hear and we need to change it. I agree with that, and I'm open to discipline. I think and I, how we speak also, I, that's fine. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I've even joked around about it. I think Pastor Lon Zink can, can, can confirm, you know, when I share something with her, and I told her, if this isn't a God, we would get your bottle of oil out, maybe we should perform an exorcism. <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's, I'm open to criticisms, and I'm not just saying here, because my kids can say that I criticize them too, so this is a not just a receiver right, or, right. or a gift. It, it, it's kind of I want to go on both ends of, of the criticism part and about words being used. And they, because words are powerful. Words are powerful. Very mm -hmm. powerful. So if, if, if we're supposed to be watching how we hear and receive things, are we not also supposed to be watching how we deliver messages? Because that's also... How we deliver, how we deliver, yes, okay? And, but one of the things of it is, is this. How I might deliver something to Daniel may not be the same way I deliver something to you. Because God has not given me that, okay? And if I have not been prayed or praised up, read or fasted up, I may hear how I'm supposed to deliver something to you, and I deliver it wrong, okay? Uh, there are times that God says, cut this mess off and just tell them this, okay? And it's sharp, because this is what's needed at that moment, okay? Cut the, you know, cut this. All right, and there are times that I speak with such softness until I wonder who it is. Do, do you understand? And and so, if uh, and and this is the thing that makes it. You know, if 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 let's just say, for instance, I spoke to you and I spoke to you in a tone or whatever it was, and then you you would may come to me and ask, um, you know, Doctor Baker, um, uh, Apostle, whatever, whatever you want to call me. Um, um, you know, was there a reason for for that tone? Okay, and then we can, um, if I didn't even recognize the tone, I would probably say, I apologize. And let's pray and find out how I should have said that. See, because I don't have any problem with that at all. What The thing I do have a problem with is you holding it. Because it hurts you. It don't hurt me. Because I'm going on, I ain't even thinking about it no more. Okay, but it will hurt you, and what it will do is that it will divide the body. And that's what the adversary wants to do. He wants to come in and he wants to divide. So, um, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's how. And another thing is this. If you ever come to me and you're going to start accusing, you're going to go on and on and on, okay? You can, here's a good thing, okay, for stuff. Asking, What's going on here? What did you mean by this? All right? Um, it, it's not leading by our feelings. Because as at, read, get into to, to, uh, Hebrews 10 and understand my feelings and my emotions. Now, this, now, now, now the world and, 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 the, and the regular church and, and, and the uh, uh, seeker-friendly type uh, things and whatever it is, is going to let you know. But love, love. Love challenges. Love challenges. That's why God puts you in families. I ain't lying. He puts you in families. I mean, my family is a challenge. All right? 
Um, I, I, my, my, my kids, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, well, not my great-grandkids. Well, one of them, yeah, a couple of them are. A little bit of challenges, okay? I mean, they are challenges, and that's why it put me in the family. I guess I needed that iron to sharpen me, okay? And, and, and the criticism and, and uh, all of that kind of stuff. And I learned to laugh. You know, I went by my daughter's house today. I was in a place or whatever it was, and I had drank a lot of water, and so um, I went by there, and she says, you just came by here to go to the bathroom? I said, that's it? And she says, well, uh, and she made a statement about be around, be around safe people, be around, you, you know, it, it's like you need to have a mask on, okay? I got another gift from somebody else. They sent me two masks, St. John name. I mean, <laughs> since I wear them clothes, they sent me that. You need to wear a mask. Okay. All right. So, and I'm going to wear a mask. All right. I mean, I'll wear a mask. But the whole thing of it is, is this. As we mature, we recognize that we can recognize a couple of things. Either this is, this is, this is for my good. This is for my good, and this is so that I, I can, this is for my good, or they're going through something. But God, let me pray. Okay, one or the other. All right, any other questions? What time is it? No. Go ahead. There's a question of mine. Uh -huh. The only thing that was required of the Gentiles. That is, is not a question, but go ahead. With the, give me the question first, and then read the scripture, or whatever. So I can understand. Okay. Okay. Um, when Paul in the early Ecclesia said that the only thing they would put on the Gentiles is to stay away from things strangled slash blood and to keep from sexual immorality. And if they do that, they would they would do well. How does this tie into needing to know details about the pattern? Thank you. Okay, number one, you don't understand the scriptures because you haven't read the whole thing, all right? He was talking about one thing. This was a Jew. And they were talking about the things about the Jews turning them into Jews. They were talking about the non-Jew being turned into Jews. And they said, we don't want you to put those strings on them. In other words, circumcise yourself, okay? Get the circumcision. Go to, to do this, all of the different laws, those 612 laws or 600 and whatever it is laws, this is what it is that they were trying to put on them. And he also let them know, you ain't been able to keep all these things. Why are you going to burden them with it? And so instead of burdening them with it, go ahead and just let them know that don't, don't um, here are two things that are important, health-wise and otherwise. Don't um, uh, uh, eat meat with blood in it or whatever that is and then uh, uh, what help the poor or whatever it is but you have to understand you see this is this is really uh, uh, good and Paul said this to well the thing of it is is you don't understand the scriptures see because the scriptures let you know what was going on before then this is a very good question I'm glad for whoever it is it came from so um, th this is this is one of the things that lets us know how it is that we're not learn it about the scriptures and if you understand the pattern you'll understand the pattern of obedience you'll understand the pattern of when he said with all of your getting get understanding get understanding what about the whole pattern 
so that you can understand who Jesus is and how, and, and, and how to have faith in the blood of Jesus and what it is that he did. See? So that was a circumstantial thing that they were talking to, that they were talking about a group of people and not putting Judaism on them, not putting that religious burden on them. Okay, I hear silence. Are you reading? Okay. That's a great question. Because it shows that we have to have a full understanding. It's just like when I when I was starting to read Hebrews ten. You see, one uh, one up to ten. I I, I under I mean, you know, it, one up to ten would have been great. Okay, but we didn't have time to read one up to, one through ten. Okay, chapters one through ten. Because when you start to understand the book of Hebrews, the book of Hebrews has levels and levels and levels and levels, and everything in the Bible. Uh, uh, has this this kind of a this kind of a thing? Any any? Did they get this? Huh? No response. No response. Okay. All right. Well, if they want to respond, then then good. Uh, I, I pray that I answer that. But what am I, what are the thing of it is is this? This is why we're teaching the way, this is why I'm teaching the way I'm teaching because most of the time people don't understand the scriptures. And if you don't understand the scriptures, what you do is pull a piece out. And then you pull that piece out, and you can put it anywhere you want to. Okay? So, I mean, you can pull out Jesus wept. Well, you can walk around and say, I'm supposed to weep all the time because Jesus wept. Well, no, you don't even understand why Jesus wept. And it wasn't because of Lazarus. It was because of unbelief. See? And, and you can, you can uh, 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 in, in the book of Ecclesiastes, I mean, yeah, Ecclesiastes, it says a time to kill. So that means I can go ahead and kill you now because now is your time. So you can pull those scriptures out any way you want to. Because you have to understand, if you don't understand the pattern, if you don't understand the pattern of the kingdom of God, if you don't understand the pattern, because God says, I, I change all the time. He says, no, I am the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. There's no yesterday for him, but he brought you up. Within the realm of time I've given you, I'm the same. So people said there's no there there's there's no retribution. Well, yes, it is. He spoke about that in the book of Hebrews. He spoke about that. There is a fire. He spoke about that. He let it know that there is a fire. There is a burning hell. There is a sulfur. There is this. So when we teach something different from that, okay, then 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 what we're doing is teaching partial things. We're picking and choosing. We're smorgasbording it. Okay? Oh, all I want off this table is bacon. That's it. Bacon and radish. Give me horseradish and bacon. That's it. Y'all keep all the rest of the vegetables and all that other kind of stuff. This is all I want. Okay? I'm a smorgasbord person. Y'all know that when y'all have things here. Give me the, where's the bacon? Where's the meat and the hot sauce? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay? Did, they, did that help? Go ahead. The person said, I know we I know he was talking about being circumcised. However, what I'm getting at is aren't the laws part of the pattern? So if Paul didn't want to put the Jewish laws on them, how could he do that without the pattern? I, I'm not understanding the question. No, you don't understand. Number one, whoever this is, you don't understand the pattern. The pattern is Jesus Christ. Okay, 
and what he was saying to this in the in, in the word of God, they, what he was trying to, what they were saying is this: there is no Jew, Gentile, slave, free, anything in Christ Jesus. There's none of it. Okay, so you got to take the whole Bible, and, I mean the whole, you got to take the whole understanding of it. When we came into Christ, when they were born into Christ, he says, now there, you are a brand new creation. In other words, don't try to take this old creation and do this. But if you understand the pattern of how God works, it's the pattern is only how God works and how God has worked with mankind. Okay, that's the true pattern. And he shows you how he has worked and how he began and how he has how he has erased it. Do, do you understand? So he shows how whatever it is that God started with, God always, always uh, uh, brings it to a higher dimension and a higher level. This is why now we're seated with him in heavenly places. They were not seated with him in heavenly places when they started to walk through all this stuff, right? Okay, now we're seated with him in heavenly places. He has taken us all the way there. So if you want to stay there, if you don't, you know, what I'm saying is this. You can take one little passage right there, okay, and then you can try and make a doctrine or try and uh, 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 do whatever it is that you want to do with it, but it does not fit with the, with, with, with the pattern of who Jesus Christ is. He's saying they're hidden in Christ. These are things for health reasons. These are things that we follow. These are the things that are good. Okay? Feed the widows. That's a part of something we're supposed to do. Don't eat stuff that's strangled. In other words, uh, if you understand how food, was, how food was killed, how things were done, you would understand that the way that they had done it was not healthy, it was not sanitary. And so he's saying, don't take that, don't do that. You know, have them to, to, to recognize this. It's just like wash your hands. And, 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 and uh, most people did not wash their hands. They didn't wash their hands, but here it is, uh, washing of the hands is something that is important. Okay. So you have to take the whole. You have to take the whole thing. You know. I I hope that helps. And if it doesn't, then, you know, um, I I don't know what to say. So um, if they have something else, then 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 great. I don't see a response yet. So. Okay. All right. What time is it? Oh, okay. So I'm about out of time. So uh, is there a last question before I I, I finish here? Anybody else or any response on that? Anybody has anything? Going once? Nobody? Okay. Going twice? Sold done something. <laughs> no more questions tonight. <laughs> so I, 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 I hope that that person or that, that question, did, did you understand that, that here in the audience, did you guys understand what, what was being said? Yes. You didn't understand my answer, Daniel? I understand your answer. But oh, okay. I understand what it said, because not just looking at the laws, but the grace of Christ. So Jesus came to fulfill Stop. the law. Uh, you're not, you're not. Uh, Amplified. <laughs> so Jesus came to fulfill the law. So the donors, they're going back to the law. 
That's what that's what that's what the, that's what they wanted. That's what was being taught to the Gentiles at that time to go back to the law. And he said, "We don't want to tie them up with the law." Okay. Because Jesus came to fulfill. And he had done that. Mm -hmm. Grace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even with ties off air, all that stuff, it's all covered through grace. You're right. Yeah, so you get a question and answer, a question like that. So now you're going back, basically going back to witchcraft, like we were saying earlier. At any rate. Never mind. Thank you. Okay, uh, what, it, what it is is this is that he was letting them know don't try to take the people and make them into. Uh, 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 Orthodox or religious Jews, because you couldn't even do that yourself. Okay, um, what is it? A, what, what what scripture is that in the first place? Where is that? Okay. Any rate, what he was saying, uh, uh, what he was saying, uh, this he was talking about health things too, and that's another thing that you have to understand. In the very beginning, did God talk about health things even before the law? Even before the law, remember when he told uh, Noah, when Noah came out of the ark, what did he say to Noah? He says, "Do not, do not, do not do this. Do not uh, eat things strangled, and do not eat the blood." See, so this was even before the law. This is what I'm saying. Uh, and so all he was doing was taking them even before the law. This was before the law. This was not, you know, th this was not. Um, it was Acts 15, 29. Okay. <coughs> Acts 15, let's just go there right quick because I want people to understand. I don't want to be, I don't want to be flippant at all. Acts 15. See how you help me, Armina? Oh, see, um, when you start to go and Acts, uh, and Acts, and then you even get to uh, verse 9, and he says, And he made no difference between us and them, but cleansed their hearts by faith, by a strong uh, welcome conviction of Jesus the Messiah, uh, through whom we obtain eternal salvation in him. Now then, why, why do you try and test God by putting a yoke, in, uh, a yoke of, of, uh, on the necks of the disciples? Since neither our forefathers nor us ourselves were able to endure. So as you read through, the, just as I was saying, as you read through all of this, and then you get down to 29, and uh, for, for it seems good to us, it seems good to the Holy Spirit and us not to lay up on you any greater burden than these uh, indispensable requirements, okay? Health, indispensable, these are things that are good for you, okay? That you should abstain from that which is sacrificed because uh, 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 eating that which was sacrificed, what does that mean? That I'm eating unto idols, Okay, I'm eating unto idols, that which was sacrificed to idols, and from uh, um, uh, tasting blood from eating the meat of animals. In other words, when you, you um, because those things were the blood, life is in the blood, okay? I don't, I don't eat, I don't eat uh, uh, raw meat. I mean, you know, I don't eat, uh, 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 yeah, okay. Um, uh, that, that have been strangled 
and from sexual immature impurity. Well, sexual impurity is one of the things that will keep you out of heaven. It will keep you from your relationship with God. If you keep yourself from these things, you'll do well. Farewell. Be strong. See, these are 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 are, are things that number one, uh, one is they're, they're both spiritual. Who you give your body to is who you become one with. That's sexual immorality. Who you, uh, um, you know, who you worship. You see, you're eating food unto idols. In other words, you're worshiping. You see these Buddhas down there with all them apples and all these different things down there. That's worshiping that big belly. That's worshiping that idol. All of these things. So that's what it is. But you have to read the whole context of things. And, and, and uh, this is the pattern of God. pattern of God in the very beginning was don't eat meat with, with, with uh, don't do that. And then uh, sexual immorality. These are some of the things that he destroyed uh, the whole world because of. So these were things that was before the, the law. These are not things of the law. These are things before the law. So it's, uh, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay? Let's receive tithes, offerings, gifts of love, thank you, uh, offerings, or um, beginning of the year things and stuff. Did you get anything from this tonight? And you do understand that you can. Okay, my mic went out. Okay. Hallelujah. What? My mic is on my head. I, it, it, it hasn't moved. Okay. So. And anybody on Sunday that, that um, tell them they should listen to tonight and they will understand that I corrected something that I blew on Sunday. I mean, that I, I didn't explain fully on Sunday. Okay. Hmm? Okay, I guess this went out, period. <laughs> oh, it came back on. Miraculously, it came back on. <laughs> go, go ahead and pray. Okay. Hallelujah. So, Father, as we conclude this evening, as we bring our tithes and offerings, Father, to our hearts of Lord, I pray that you, Father God, bless the hearts of the seedlings in this ministry this evening. Father God, I pray that you receive these tithes and offerings, Father, to sweet and raw, Father God. Just as Noah, when you came off of you, had a burnt offering, you said it was a sweet savior unto your nostrils. I pray, Father God, that this offering this evening will be the same. The offering of tithes. And may the Lord bless. Oh, remember next week is movie night. Yeah. Yes. yes. Amen. And it will be a good movie. Yes, ma'am. Okay. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. And the Lord give you his shalom. And he does. He does. He does. Amen, amen, amen. Bye-bye.